Me queda un por ciento Y lo usaré solo para decirte lo mucho que lo siento Que si me ven con otra en una disco solo es perdiendo el tiempo Baby, pa' que te miento Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Hope for Romantic and Mayhem podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Mr. Dropping Dimes, a.k.a. the Hope for Romantic, a.k.a. Stuff that I've been dealing with. Everything's good now. Everything's on, actually on, a, on, a, on an upward trajectory. I'm very happy. Um, you know, but that's so why I wanted to drop in and definitely put a show together and just let everybody know what I'm thinking about some of the current events that are going on. You know, I dropped a live yesterday for the first time and it felt good. It felt good to get some things off my chest, uh, especially when I see what goes into my inbox. When I check out what goes into my inbox, it's, it's always a, you know, it's always a group of questions and whenever I get more than one, I want to make sure that I address it. And I want to make sure that, uh, I got some feedback here. Let me, let me see if I get rid of that. Hello. Yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. Got a little feedback there. A little background noise. Not sure. Well, whenever I get too many um, questions that kind of are related or they're about the same topic, I you know I feel like you know what? Let me address it. Let me address it. So I uh, I looked in my inbox and there was two questions that kept coming up. The questions were one about a current event, and it's about uh, this guy, Adam22, in the No Jumper podcast. Um, he's married to a woman that does porn for OnlyFans. She does a lot of new content on OnlyFans. And they had a situation where They've done on-screen stuff together. Well, she finally came to him and asked him if she can sleep with some male talent, like a guy that's out there that she really admires, that she would like to sleep with him. And he was with it. He said, sure. So he let her do it. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of backlash to what he did. And, you know, he's really caught the brunt of it. I don't think it went the way he thought it was going to go. I thought he thought... Wow, he's progressive. He's, you know, they're hip. You know, uh, props to them for being. And I don't think it went that way. I think what they got was a lot of heat, a lot of heat from, uh, you know, from the public, from from the internet. So it, it backlash. People asking me, what's her opinion on that? You know, and I'm watching um, all these different podcasts, and I see that these guys, especially in the manosphere. For those of you who don't know, the manosphere is where men, uh, it's a portion of the internet where hyper-masculinity, borderline toxic masculinity, sometimes toxic masculinity, is spread. Uh, and it's spread in the efforts to increase awareness that men are slipping in their duties that men are falling behind and they're not men anymore. 
that you're not living up to the standard of masculinity that our forefathers, our fathers wanted for us. So it's uh, a situation where they push the narrative to be an alpha, to be a certain type of mindset. Um, and I have a lot of opinions on it. You know, I don't think I'm, I don't think it's going to align with what a lot of people think. I'm going to say because of the titles in my name, but I definitely want people to know, you know, where I stand on on that type of internet talk. So let's start with the No Jumper podcast uh, situation. I'm going to I'm going to address it in two parts. The first part being, if you are in this space where you talk about relationships. If you're in this space where you give your opinion on relationships, on connection, on what two people decide between each other, you have a duty, a responsibility to preface your answer with two different things. Number one, what's your opinion and what's right? Because your opinion isn't always necessarily right, but it doesn't have to be. Because it's your opinion. But it's, it's important that you don't become a character of yourself, because what I find is that when you start commenting in your opinion and you start putting forth your feelings about a situation, you're no longer a professional in this space. You're more so a gossip columnist. You might as well work for TMZ. You're in it for the likes. You're not here to help people. Now, if you're able to separate the two and say, hey, listen, this is my opinion, but here's B, here are the facts. And under these facts, this is what my opinion is. This is what my, not even my opinion, this is what my thoughts are based on the facts. So I'm gonna use this, this, this situation as the perfect example. It goes a little something like this. If you send me a message asking me for my opinion, this portion is for you. Okay? So if you were in my DM and you send me a message asking for my opinion, this section is for you. What is my opinion? My opinion is that I couldn't do that. I couldn't do what he did. I call it insecure, call it territorial. There's a lot of different things I can call it on why I don't feel the need to share a woman that I care about, that I love with another man. It's not something I would feel comfortable with. It's not, it's not something that uh, gives me a thrill. It's not anything that excites me. So my, what is my opinion of him? My opinion of him is 
I don't have one. I don't have one. Why don't I have one? I don't have one because there's X factors that I don't know. I don't know what the boundaries are in their relationship. I don't know what their definition of intimacy is. I don't know what makes her feel safe and secure. I don't know the conversations that happen at night, the level of communication, the level of vulnerability that he's displayed to her. There's extra, I don't know these things. Therefore, I'm not privy to the communication that this couple has, which leads me into my next point. They're married. They're not some bum couple that's dating. They're not some boyfriend and girlfriend. This is a husband and a wife that have decided this is our road to happiness. And I always say that relationships are like snowflakes and fingerprints. No two are alike. No two are alike. And you will not find what works in A, it's going to work in B, or the opposite, or the opposite. It just doesn't happen. So here, here's, here's the thing, man. This is a married couple that decided they were going to go all in. And, this, and this is the, these are the terms that they were going to go in under. This is what constituted happiness. This is their roadmap. And it's two consulting adults that agreed, like I said, on boundaries, on their relationship, on their marriage. So for everybody who's, you know, like getting down and oh, he's a cuck. He's this, he's that. Yo, look, you can feel how you want to feel. But he's also a married man that looked down the road and said, okay, our family's going to be all right. We're together. And whatever we decide is what we are going to do. So in that aspect of it, I respect the hell out of it. I respect the hell out of it. I don't understand it, but I respect the hell out of it. I respect the fact that he can look at the face and look at society in the face and say, F you, this is my wife, and this is how we're going to handle stuff. And this is how we're going to do things. And I don't care who likes it. I don't care who doesn't like it. And we're going to live our life the way we want to live our life. I think that, my friends, is special. When you can live your life outside of the world of being influenced by the internet and make your decisions based on each other, what's mutually beneficial, Situations that will, will make each other happy. Situations that will help grow your relationship. That right there, that's something special. That's something real special. Now, 
you got a lot of these guys on the internet that are downplaying him. They're downplaying him. He's a cuck. He's this. He's that. Well, if you if you're commenting on another man's marriage and their sexual situation, whatever alpha title you have in front of your name, I'm taking it down. Whatever top G you want to put in front of your name, I'm taking it down. Whatever, whatever. you are in no moral position to tell a married man how to act. And the most gangster thing a man can do is what he wants. So as a married man, he's doing what he wants. You could do nothing but, you should do nothing but respect that. Okay, it taps into your insecurities, what he did. I get it. You know what I mean? But at the same token, and if somebody asks your opinion, yeah, you're more than welcome to say, hey, look, nah, man, I, I don't, I'm not into that. I don't, I don't know. That's fine. But the truth is, nobody should be commenting on another man's marriage. The day, the minute they found out he was married, if they asked me if he's a cuck, I don't know he's a cuck. He's married to her. He said, I don't know. They're married. Whatever they decided to do, whatever they agreed upon, whatever they came together and said they were going to do, that's what they're doing, then I'm off limits. I, I don't comment on that. It's not my place. Let me tell you something about the manosphere. I, I love it. It's absolutely necessary. People ask me all the time, oh, do you do you support Andrew Tate? Do you support this? Do you support that? Yeah, I absolutely do. I absolutely do. Why do I support them? Because I feel like they're necessary. They are 100% necessary. Here's what you got to understand. These people on the internet, these talents, these, these, these personalities were not birthed out of nowhere. They were birthed out of necessity. What would it, what do I mean by that? They were birthed out. There's a group of men out there that are really good guys. Really good guys. And I'm sure we have all heard our female friends say, he's too nice. Oh, him, oh, he's too nice. I guarantee you heard that before. Well, here's the deal. These guys were those guys. They're too nice. They met a girl. She was beautiful. She was sweet. In their head, immediately, they painted a picture saying, okay, I think I want to get to know him. I want to get to know him. But here's what happens. He gets to know the woman and he gives her the best gift possible. The greatest gift a guy can give a woman is his vulnerability. We could have a hundred women, but we're only going to be vulnerable with one. One. And it's so important that people understand that. You're only going to be vulnerable with one. So what happens is you show her your vulnerability and you're basically putting a glass heart in her hand. 
Well, what the wrong woman does is the one woman grabs that heart and smashes it right in front of you and says, this is drying up my pussy. I don't like this. You need to man up. Right away. That's what that's the woman was going to say. I'm going to tell you to man up right away. Well, what happens to that glass heart? The guy has it out and literally crushes right in front of him. And as it crushes, he says, I'm going to grab those little pieces and I'm going to shove them down into the pits of my stomach and nobody's ever going to see that side of me again. No one will ever see that side of me again. I'm going to be ruthless when it comes to these chicks. Now, here's the thing. The women on the show, they are quick to match that energy. If I said that right. They're quick to match that, match that energy. That, that, um, Instead of, okay, it's, it's like the bell curve. I always say it's like the bell curve. On the far left at the bottom is a group that got their heart broken, that deals with girls that are just city girls, party, violent, acting up. That's that's them. They're the ones that get their heart ripped out. And on this end, this is where you have the females that need to be coached, that need to be empowered, that need to be brought to speed on the game men are playing with them. So when you're on the internet, you pick a side. You pick your meat audience. Which one of these two do I want to speak to directly? Which one? Boom, right? Well, they're both necessary. They both have to be there. Why? Because the first one protects a lot of men. And then the second one prevents women from making a lot of bad decisions. That's how it works. Now, Everybody, most of us, we're right in the middle. We're right in the middle. Most of us are right in the middle. Where we think a little bit about this, a little bit about that. But for the most part, our thoughts are all neutral. We have too, we're too busy taking care of kids. We're too busy raising this, doing that. So we're worried about, what is it, seven minutes in heaven? You know what I mean? That's how it goes. Well, I'm going to wrap it up. I want to just drop in and give a quick little show today. But I hope you got my point. And I would love to hear some comments and hear your replies. But ladies and gentlemen, March 20th says the two most amazing days of your life are the day you're born and the day you discover why. I want to thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Mr. Dropping Dimes. AKA the feminist who showed his tendencies. AKA. The hopeful romantic. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. 
like I said, he says the two most important days of your life are the day you're born and the day you discover why. Thank you for helping me walk in my why. Have a good one, people.